Ladies and gentlemen, the recipient of the National Jefferson Award and the number one New York Times best-selling author, your host, Dave Pelzer. Hello, America and world at large. This is your host, Dave Pelzer, speaking to you always in my own voice, attempting to try to save America and the world at large from itself. And just want to say uh, hello again, and I do apologize I've been away for a while uh, as, as a firefighter in Northern California. I, I've, you know, God bless all these people uh, uh, that have been affected by tornadoes and hurricanes and fires beyond, beyond. Everybody that's had to adjust, everybody that just has, has been through so much. And, and a shout out to the first responders, law enforcement officials, everybody. Uh, janitors, uh, folks who take care of us, uh, nurses, doctors, folks still trying to deliver goods to everybody, fuel, food, what have you. Thank you so much, and I apologize. Uh, I've, I've been very, very busy, and, and as always, again, thank you so much. Uh, th- I've only had a few hours off, and I'm putting the show together just, just moments ago for you folks. But thank you so much for listening, for giving us the time of your day. As busy as you are, thank you so, so much. The, the shows are, of course, to, to assist. And, and at times, they actually assist me to be a better person, to stop and slow down, to be more patient, to be more humble, particularly with all that's going on in the world or our great United States in, in, in this day and age. And uh, we'll talk more about that. Here in a little bit, and that's really the premise of the show is a change in the flight plan. And, and that's the, uh, the title of uh, show number 12 for you. But again, thank you for, for you taking your time to give us a listen. And I hope it helps your family and friends. And I hope and do pray with all of my heart that it gives you, uh, again, a little bit more pep in your step or straightens you a little bit, gives you some resolve. Maybe remember something that you might have forgotten. Maybe learn something that, you know, it's, it's obviously common sense advice. But maybe maybe acquire something that you didn't really know or thought that you knew and have it resonate. And like all things in life, you know, sometimes we absorb things and, and, and we get used to things and, and we take things for granted, uh, myself included. I've, I, uh, I'm pushing 60 here in a little bit. And uh, especially the last two, two and a half years, I have really have taken a lot of inventory of myself. And that's why, again, I'm just grateful to 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 be in this position that I can hopefully help. So again, thank you so much. So with that, the question, our first question of the day, a deep breath. How the hell are you? How are you doing? Again, please, of all things, get good rest. Get good rest for yourself, mentally, physically, spiritually. Get good rest for you. I do predict, and again, we'll talk about this here in a few minutes, that things will probably get a little bit more bumpier before we have smooth sailing. I do predict that with all that's kind of going on and all that I see and read and so forth. But please, and all that you do, take care of you. You can't help your family and friends. You can't go to work. You, you, you can't, you know, have time off. You can't do anything unless you take care of yourself first. So please whether it's working out or taking a walk, whether you meditate, if, 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 you, if you have a nice uh, a glass of vino to kind of just, 
you know, whatever you've got to do to take care of you, please, please do that so we can all get through this together. All right. Uh, I'm, since our last broadcast, uh, we, we found out that POTUS was ill and FLOTUS was ill, uh, the First Lady Melania and uh, Hope Hicks and Kelly Conway and so forth and all these people and people in the Pentagon. And, and, and from what I understand now, POTUS is doing a lot better. And uh, uh, we've heard that his son Baron is tested positive. But I'm very, very happy that the POTUS is better. I truly am. And again, I try not to talk politics here. I'm, I'm, I'm sure anybody who knows me knows where I stand because I try to be, I'm very old fashioned. I really believe in truth, justice, and the American way. I believe in good hard work. I believe in being service to others. Anybody in a leadership position, that's the first thing they think of is service to others, whether you're a single parent, whether you're an assistant manager of Mickey D's, uh, 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 being a teacher, being in, in, in a medical field, again, those first responders, you're always of service to others. And, and, and I'm glad that He's doing better, which kind of brings me to this uh, before I forget, because I'm not sure if we're going to be able to do a show before the election. But please write this down. Your PSA of the day is vote. Vote, whether it's left or right or or, 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 or blue or red or green, whatever, please vote. And I'm so proud. I'm seeing uh, a lot of our early voting people. God bless them. You know what I've noticed, ladies and gentlemen? I've always noticed that people that don't have a lot and, you know, the, the, the people that, that struggle the most without any, any effort, without even a thought, they, they, they do more. They just do more. I'm seeing people standing in lines for hours, hours, so they can vote early. Take time from their busy lives and their schedule and adjust their work schedule, time with their family, or just time for themselves. They're standing in line for hours in Ohio, standing in line for hours in Georgia, for goodness sakes. Unbelievable. And, and, and I think this is going to be, uh, again, no matter your politics, people are getting out to vote. This is a serious election. We, they say that about every, every four years. But I really believe this, this is a very serious election. And so I'm just saying, don't forget, please, a lot of people have died. Thousands have died for the right to vote, whether it's this country or other countries. So this is important, ladies and gentlemen. I don't want to beat anybody on the head. But as a veteran and as a Samaritan and extraordinaire, Please take time to get out and vote. So that is, again, your PSA of the day, which kind of leans me to, to this, ladies and gentlemen. I know, whether it's the politics of life, that white noise in D.C. or the virus, a lot of folks are approaching their limit. There is a lot of things going on, ladies and gentlemen. And, and, and I get it, whether it's job shifting or, 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 or I have the, the most precious person in my world this, this just found out that, that he might be losing his job for no reason. For no reason. I try to tell him, well, this is part of the adjustment. They can't afford to pay all, everybody what they used to. When things were going good, they have to adjust. And, and, and I guess this is part of it. And I'm seeing a lot of it. A lot, a lot of folks are just... You know, they're, they're, they're getting their pink slips, basically, saying, you know, thank you for your service, but goodbye, good luck, and see you later. And it's, it's very, very upsetting. I, I, I've, I've seen this, and I think we're going to see a lot more of it where jobs are shifting. And I know it's not fair. 
It is not fair. This, this whole year has just been terrible. I have a dear friend of mine. I work with him. He's just, as a firefighter. He's a fire captain. He is the sweetest man on this planet. He's so smart and so cool. He bats, he bats 750. I, I, I struggle and I make a lot of mistakes in front of everybody. When I'm alone, I do pretty well. I have a line, ladies and gentlemen. I don't make out well in front of my parents. Which means, I remember when I was in foster care and I was driving, I was a good driver. My foster mother gets in the passenger seat. I was so nervous. Oh, my God, I almost crashed. I would fly for the Air Force. I'd do my checklist alone. When I would get evaluated, uh, you get uh, an annual evaluation and you get what's called no-notice evaluation. I would be so nervous. I would fumble and stumble. Un- 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 unbelievable. It's just not fair. And I, and I get it, ladies and gentlemen. And, and, and this gentleman, uh, this fire captain I work with, he, 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 again, the nicest guy in the world, and he just lost a dear friend, a, a friend that he's known for, what, maybe 50-plus years. And she died, unfortunately, from the virus. 74-year-old lady came home, and I guess she got pneumonia and, and, and still had part of the virus and just passed away. And it's just, I, I, th- this is a different world, ladies and gentlemen. I have a lady who helps us with this show, a young lady that takes her time to help us with this show and, and, and you know, is, is, is starting to have some physical issues because of stress. She works very hard in the Department of Education. And you know anybody in this field, this day and age, they, they, they have to do more for the parents and the kids with little to, to, to no pay for some of these folks. And, and, and she's... It's, it's the stress is really starting to show. And if I can say something, ladies and gentlemen, please write this down. It's lots of things. In the course of a life, it's always lots of things. So another thing I want you to write down is this, a question. How did we get here? How did we get here with either the stress or the loss of jobs? or getting agitated by the white noise of D.C., whether it's Trump or Biden or Mondale or Reagan, Carter or Ford. It's always going to be something. There's always going to be a nemesis. There's always going to be, you know, a threatening and forbidding message. There's always going to be something. So let's, let's look at that. How did we get here? Let's turn to back the clock. And I've done a lot of studying, ladies and gentlemen. I, I study and I read and I just try to absorb. And I, I wish I was smarter be, so I can put it in, in such a context. To me, it's kind of obvious. And, and, and even though I used to be very Jack Bauer-esque, if you remember the 24 series, Jack Bauer run out of time, get the bomb, stop the bad guys, and everything was in nanoseconds. We're running out of time. I was actually called James Bond meets Jack Bauer <laughs> by an individual because I used to be, I'm still intense, but, 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 but now that I'm pushing 60, it's like, okay, let's kind of slow down. Five minutes is a lot, but let's look at where we were last year. Take a sip of coffee, take a drink of water, sit down, and let's take inventory. Where were we at at this time last year, which is just a micro a grain of sand in the course of a life. It was about this time last year that we had the outbreak in China, in Wuhan. 
You remember that? And if you do your reading, this is this is when it kind of started to happen in, in, in October, November, for goodness sakes. Before 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 it spread, before the lockdown, before CD, uh, CDC got involved, before our president got involved, before our world changed. It was about this time a year ago. And where were we at, man? Truth be told, we had it all. We had everything and so much of it, whether it's finances or things. We can come, we came and went as we please, as we should. Economy was rip-roaring, jobs, freedom to do anything at any time at any place. You name it. And then within a matter of, 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 of a month or so, just a couple of months, a few weeks into the new year, again, that tiny, tiny grain of sand in the course of a life, the fit hit the shan, and it was sudden. And I have to take responsibility for, for my arrogance and ignorance. I was down in Riverside County doing some work when right before the lockdown. I went up north, did some more work in middle California. And, 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 and just looked at the news like, and, 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 and my arrogance, oh, it can't happen here. It can happen in Washington State. Can't happen here. Okay, there's a place in California, but it's not my county. Can't happen here. And then it was unbelievable. Slam, bam, thank you. Gazam. Shut down. Shut down. And, of course, like a lot of people, I thought, okay, we're going to shut down. And then um, something's going to happen. And mir- mir- miraculously, whether it's James Bond or Jack Bauer or, or uh, who's that guy? Ethan Hunt from Mission Impossible. Wonder Woman. Somehow we'll be saved. Somehow something will miraculously happen. Remember, again, I say that, 9-11. Within a matter of a few weeks, we're up and flying. We're shopping. We're going to movies. We're doing it. And that's, that's, uh, that is the greatness of our country, is that, one, we're resilient. But at the same time, it's a little bit of ignorance and arrogance that things will just suddenly, within a flip of a switch, change. But the bottom line is our entire world changed. Everything changed. Add it up. The kids, food, do we have enough of it? Where can we get it? How do we shop? How we saw our family or friends, how we worked. The biggest thing was for me and a lot of people, because I live uh, in a community where, you know, folks are a little bit more elderly. Biggest thing was TP, paper towels, and believe it or not, (laughs) booze. Everything changed, but, but, but we adjusted. We adjusted we 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 had in 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 home schooling that we did we cooked we we worked through zoom zoom we went virtual on this we adjusted and and that's that's that as as human beings we did it yet all the time a lot of people were saying to me and i was a little hesitant okay tomorrow 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 it's going to change what's going to change it's going it's going to change i don't know and again it's 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 that mentality. I, I think my generation, the baby boomer generation, we were used to things not being so hard. My parents' generation had it bad. Raised in a depression, 
uh, uh, I mean, my, my grandparents had outhouses, for goodness sakes. But raised in the Depression and World War II on top of that, and then after that, in the 50s and 60s, the day of wine and roses, things were pretty good. You had an automobile. You had your own home. Not a lot of, not a, I mean, we, we, we did have the Cuban Missile Crisis, but that was only 13 days. One minute to midnight, ladies and gentlemen. Look that up. One minute, if, if they, they teach that in master courses about management. The Cuban Missile Crisis, how Khrushchev and Kennedy acted and reacted and thought about thinking about what the other and sending messages through military force rather than communication. Unbelievable. So my generation pretty much had it kind of easy. The mentality of my father's generation was you worked 30 years, 30, 35 years before you thought about the idea of contemplating maybe retiring. But again, we adjusted, always hoping for that instantaneous miracle. But it didn't happen. And again, all these little things add up. All these little stresses add up. Then we opened. We opened too fast, and we kind of slowed it down and shut it down, and we went in tears. And as of this week in California, uh, Riverside County, I have a lot of dear family and friends down there, shut down. Shut down for two to three weeks. Things are spiking up, and they predict. And by the way, a shout-out to Dr. Fauci. Congratulations, good sir, on your award. Congratulations. This man has been spot on. Him and his team and those other doctors have been spot on. And I'm not trying to talk politics, but there is a difference between being a politician and being a, a, a scientist. So congratulations to Fauci and his crew and everybody, but they are predicting that things are going to tick up. We're heading into the flu season. We're heading into fall. We're heading into winter. So I'm saying, please, again, take care of yourself. So we shut down, we opened up, we shut down again. It's kind of like red flag warnings. I'm thinking, okay, we're done with this one. And they say, oh, another 48 hours, we got another one. And this one's going to be really bad. I can't imagine people in, in, in the South with all those tornadoes and hurricanes. and Oh, my goodness. But we adjust, ladies and gentlemen. But it does add up. Now, a lot of people are running out of money because either... They're not getting paid as much as, as, as they were before, or, or they just lost their jobs. And that's a lot of stress. I feel it myself, ladies and gentlemen. I've had to adjust, and I've gotten a little stressed. But this is now the norm. This is now the norm. I was out with a team recently. You know, they said, oh, we got to hold you over for another day. Okay, we got to hold you over for another few days. Okay, okay. And you get a little frustrated, but after a while, you just kind of take in that deep breath, and you adjust it. And it's a lot. It is a lot. So what do we do? Number one, I think what we do, write this down if you're taking a note. Take inventory. Take inventory of what you had maybe a year ago. What you had, we had saloons. You can go to your hair saloon, salon any time you wanted salons. Excuse me, <laughs> saloons. <laughs> yes, we did have saloons. We did have bars back then. We, we, we had salons. How we worked was different. We can shop, do what we ever wanted. Movies. 
And again, I've said this before, I'm a big James Bond fan, and I, I, was, I was actually planning my life around this November so I can see my, my, my James Bond thing, but things are different. We had so much, in s all of it, ladies and gentlemen. That's what we had then. Number two, how did we adjust? You know what we did? We just did it. We did what we had to do, whether it's storing up toilet paper, paper towels, making sure the kid had the, the, ch the children's had more games to play. We, 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 we would wave at cars waving at us. We put on our mask. We social distance. We adjust. And, and that's the, the most amazing thing about, I think, this, this great nation of ours. All nations are great. But, you know, I, I'm sorry. Oh, no, I'm not sorry. No, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to apologize. I'm so proud to be an American. I have had so many blessings considering where I came from and where I'm at right now. Only in this country can I or anybody else achieve. And part of it is we just adjust. What, what, what was that movie, Heartbreak Ridge, our good friend Clint Eastwood? Adapt, improvise, overcome, but you don't quit. You just keep going through it, man. And that's what we did, and that's what we do, and that's one of the, the, the basic premises of this country. We just do what we have to do. We man up. And particularly single moms, I don't see how any single parent can do it in this day and age. I really don't. I really don't. And what I'm trying to say, too, is give yourself a kudo. Take a deep breath, smile, and give yourself that nod. Give yourself a winky wink. You did it. And yet, at the same time, it's more and more and more issues. Because life goes on. Something's wrong with the car. Johnny, Johnny needs braces. Dog has to go to the vet. We've got weather from hell. And it keeps adding up. Which leads us to number three. Take a deep breath. And exhale. Because this is now the new norm. I'll say that again. This is now the new norm. We are so used to things just snapping back, bouncing back. And again, 9-11, that is the perfect example. Even uh, the crash of 2008, we adjusted rather quickly. We really did if you look how bad it was back then. The housing market bounced back. And part of that is, you know, especially for my son's generation, we're used to that quick fix. We're used to tapping on something on a computer, talking to someone a world away, or we have answers that are instantaneous for us, or relationships are quicker, or more money is made, and so forth. We're used to that. And it's not our fault. It's just human nature, for goodness sakes. We, we're used to, per se, the quick fix. It's a men's thing. It's, 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 just, it's, 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 it's just a lot. But we have to think about. We have to think about time to change. Just think about doing things that are different. And, 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 and like, uh, people are, I've, I've got letters and, and people coming up and, and, and they're so emotional. They're thinking, oh my gosh, when, 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 when this, this election is, is done, things are going to change. Really, w really. I remember, um, was it back in the, in the election of 2008? I remember the Wednesday afterwards, going to Starcracks, Starbucks, <laughs> and everybody was murmuring. 
oh my God, it's the day after the election. Obama's going to be president. Where's the change? Where's the change? And people are like looking for something. They were looking for this instantaneous change. Housing market's going to bounce back uh, 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 in a few hours, and 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 and, and there's going to be more money, and 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 things will be. And they were just so upset that the morning after the election, that there wasn't this instantaneous change. I remember South Park <laughs> did, did a show about that. How everybody woke up and went outside and were looking for for something, for some type of change. And maybe that's our nature. Maybe it's our nature because of technology, because things are simpler. You know, we, we, we have heated seats and GPS in our cars. We have microwaves. We have satellite dishes. That gives us, what, 300,000 million channels and HD surround sound TV? I like that myself. We've got Blu-ray, DVD, 4K, whatever. And that's just part of, of, of evolving. I get that. But if I may say something, whether it's, it's Biden or Trump, when it comes to the election, stop. Don't get caught up in the white noise. Stop. The, 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 the virus. A lot of people are saying, okay, we're going to get a virus before the election. No, 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 no. Now we're going to we're, we're, we're get the vaccine. Pardon me. We're going to get the vaccine for the virus before the election. Okay, okay, okay. Right after the election, we're going to get that vaccine for that virus. It's going to happen real, real soon. Stop. You know one of the most disappointing things in my life, and, and I think I shared this story with you, and I'm going on a riff here if I may. I will never forget being in the basement. And my parents are separated. And, and again, the coldest winter or the coldest summer I ever spent. Oh, pardon me. The coldest winter I ever spent was the summer of San Francisco. And that was uh, Mark Twain. But basically, I remember it was uh, January, February, 1973. I'm 12 years old. I'm in the basement. And I can hear my mom on the phone. And, and um, she was saying, Something about, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, let's, let, we'll go over to my uncle's house and have a big spread, big lunch, big, big spread. And immediately I'm going, oh, my God, hopefully I can go. And I can eat and I can get out of the basement. And, and if I ever went in public, my mother would sometimes allow me to bathe and give me a set of clothes. But I remember just locking on to this date of things which suddenly change. And I can have something to eat. I fantasized about it. I dreamt about it. I dreamt I was eating food. I dreamt that I was clean. I dreamt that I was a human being. I was part of a family. I was part of a unit that I was accepted. And all I wanted was basically clean clothes. I had smelly skin, yellowish skin from layers of sweat, matted, disgusting hair didn't brush my teeth, uh, no hygiene whatsoever, uh, uh, dirty underwear, disgusting underwear, smelly socks, st- trying to steal food from garbage cans. And all I did is I just locked on to this one thing that would change everything. And I found out it was a ruse. Nothing changed. Mom probably knew I was listening. There was no going to be a brunch lunch at my uncle's house. 
And I can't begin to tell you how it made my, it, it crashed my psyche. I just cried on the inside for being so stupid. Even if I went, it wasn't going to change a lot. Even if I get fed, I'm going to be hungry in a matter of hours. Even if I get fed and, 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 and have clean clothes, the moment I get home, the fit's going to hit the shan. Nothing's going to change. This is my world. This is my normal world. Living in that basement. All I'm trying to say, ladies and gentlemen, it's not going to be one instantaneous thing that will change. Things will be different. When, when, when we finally get out of this thing, it's going to be a different world, just like 9-11. We, we have more security. Look at your airports. We have an Office of Homeland Security. Tens of thousands of men and women doing their job to keep us safe. Law enforcement is different. A lot of things are different because, per se, of 9-11. A lot of things are different because of the crash of 2008. So the scammers can't scam as much as they used to. At least I'm hoping that's the truth, for goodness sakes. Because I'm saying it's going to be a different world, and it's going to take time. Does that make sense? If all I'm trying to say is think. Think about accepting in long terms. Months. Take it one day at a time, but it's going to be months before we possibly, possibly get a vaccine for the virus. It might even, some people are predicting, the smart ones are saying, it's going to take a year or more. Because usually with a vaccine, Something's going to happen to a, a group of people. There's going to be a bad reaction. They're going to have to stop and start all over again. Then you have to think about, okay, who's, who's going to get the vaccine first? I'm assuming those in the medical field, they have to get it, for goodness sakes. They have to. And they are talking about first responders getting it. I don't want to jump in front of the line of anybody, but I have to be prudent with the people I work with and the people I work for. So it's going to take a long time time it might take a year or more and i'm not trying to put a wet blanket on anything but i'd rather have people look at things and accept it in long terms than to be that child in the basement and then when you don't get fed or don't get what you want when you want which adds to the stress does that make sense ladies and gentlemen think what it takes to do what you can for the now and adjust adjust I told this to my son, and he's a very smart young man. He's a good young man. I'm so proud of him. When he got this one job about a year ago, and he got paid a pretty good amount of money, I said, whatever you do, save as much as you can. I don't care how good things are going now. Something's going to happen. This is just, you know, it's life. It's a matter of life. Save what you can for now. Save. Adjust. So that's what I'm trying to say. If, If you've got money, save it. Keep your mouth shut. Keep your head down. Save it. If you're looking for a quick fix, stop it. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? Please adjust. It's, it's like a flight plan, ladies and gentlemen. I, I remember flying for the Air Force, and, and it's, it's amazing whether it's a two-hour flight, six-hour flight, eight-hour flight, or more. Man, we put a lot of hours in just to file a flight plan. What we're going to do, how we're going to do it. When you flip a switch, what if this happens? What if that happens? We do so much what's called mission 
planning. Day of the flight, you're at your squadron, you hop on a bus, you go to base operations, and there's always a change. There's a fuel change, there's a weight change, I got to do the, uh, the, the weight and balance sheet, I got to adjust. Even if it's as much as 100 pounds, I've got to adjust that to give it to my pilot so they can adjust their, it's called CG, center, center of gravity. You do a SID, a standard instrument departure, and after that, everything changes. Might have more headwinds, which means we got to use more fuel. Got to have an altitude change. Uh, something maybe maybe our uh, the, what's it called ARCT air refueling controlling time that always changes, which means we have to adjust how we do our racetrack loop, so we can roll out right in front of the receiving aircraft, and they always want more fuel, which means we have less fuel. We have to adjust, and then getting in queue so you can land. You go through your centers, then you go to your Air Force base. And then, God forbid, if you have an IFE, an in-flight emergency, you got to do a lot of adjusting to a flight plan. And this is life. What did I say before? Man plans, God laughs. But we have to adjust our own flight plan every single day. Again, Johnny needs braces. Car broke down. Take the dog to the vet. In the middle of weather phenomenons. In the middle of a virus. In the middle of, oh my gosh, I think I might have lost my job. We just adjust. I, you know, what did I say before? Adapt, improvise, and overcome. I think the thing I'm really saying here, ladies and gentlemen, and, and, and you know, let me just hit that nail on the head. The most important thing that you can do, like I say in the beginning of every show, is take care of you. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, listen to your body. Are you getting good sleep? If not, why not? Are you getting stressed out? If so, what's stressing you out? Are you getting sick? Are, are you getting more agitated? Take inventory. Take inventory of where you were at a year ago. Oh. Last year I was here, but now I'm here. This is stressing me out. Identify that. Remove it from your backpack. Adjust, for goodness sakes. Look at where you were at a year ago. Where you're at then. Where are you at now? And then where are you going? You just have to adjust, ladies and gentlemen. Adjust, adjust, adjust. We've said it before. I'll say it again. When you're going through hell, you keep going. Serve Winston Churchill. Don't quit on yourself. And and what's that? What will be will be. My son said that. I talked to him a few hours ago. He's trying to adjust to a situation. He's like, Dad, yesterday was a bad day. Today, I'm in a place. Whatever will happen is going to happen. What will be will be. K. Sarah Sarah, if I remember correctly. Jimmy Stewart and our good friend, uh, uh, Miss America, I call her Doris Day. Albert Hitchcock, if I'm, if I'm right about that. K. Sarah Sarah, whatever will be will be. And it sounds kind of hokey, but you know what? That sometimes that's the answer that can get you through just for the now. And that's all I'm looking to do, ladies and gentlemen. I don't want you to stress out so much that it affects your health. That affects your sleep. That affects your family, affects your relationships, affects your work. Because we need a lot of good people right now to keep 
working. And when we change, when we get on the other side of this, I mean, look at Amazon. Oh, my gosh, they're doing gangbusters. Delivery services are doing great. It's going to be a different world. I can't wait, ladies and gentlemen, if I may, I'm going to be selfish. I can't wait to sit at a bar. I'm a people watcher. I love to, I've loved to people watch. I'm, I'm a psychological voyeur. I can't wait to sit at a bar inside or outside and just have a nice libation. I cannot wait to have popcorn with extra butter, lots of napkins, big, big, huge napkins, and watching surround sound, James Bond get the bad guys. Or my ultimate fantasy, hubba hubba. I shouldn't say this. If you're under 18, please avert your ears, avert your listening. I want to take a cruise. I've always fantasized since I was a little boy about going on a cruise. You know what I'm going to do? Nothing. I think we know we've, we've passed this thing when the cruise lines are, are back in operation for obvious reasons. And you know what's going to happen, ladies and gentlemen? When these things happen, we're going to appreciate life all the more. Just like when we're under lockdown and we're finally allowed to go shopping. Or, I've said this before, I remember taking my firefighters out for lunch at one of the prettiest places in the world, a Northwood Golf Course restaurant in Monterio at the Russian River. I remember we all sat outside, we took off our, our masks to eat, and we're just like, oh my, it was a moment without anybody really saying it. It's like, oh my gosh, we're outside and we're eating. Again, a different world. You know, if, if, if my mother gave me a gift, ladies and gentlemen, she made me want it more. She made me fight for every scrap of food. And I think in the course of my life, because obviously I'm a weird monkey, and you know what? I'm proud of that. I, I, I'm, I'm pushing 60, and again, if Robin Williams was alive, he'd be going, whoa, slow down, Dave. Okay, you're too much, too much, too much. I tell you, okay, whoa, energy, energy, energy. Contain, contain, contain. Contain it. Okay, box it up. Ship it to yourself. Open it. Christmas. Okay, go. I love being exuberant. I, 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 I don't know what's going to happen today. I wasn't planning on doing the show today. I really wasn't because I'm just tired, but I got to get out a good show for you. I'll give you my... I'm not the best host. You know that, but I always give you my best. I'm so lucky. I don't mind good work. I don't mind at all. I'm so blessed. That's why, you know, I, I, I adjust. I keep moving forward. That's why I always say do what you can for the now. Do what you can just for this day. You'll be fine. You'll adjust. And if I may say something, God bless you. God bless you. I'm very proud of you. If you listen to a few of these shows, again, it's very different. You think for yourself, you pick yourself up, hopefully you help someone along the way. God bless you. Maybe that's what we need to do, is, 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 is rather than getting caught up in all this white noise of the election or the virus, or maybe there's a shift in employment, look at what you have now. Yes, we had a lot more last year, and we'll get there again one way or another. We will adjust. And maybe we don't need all that stuff. I, 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 I don't think I've shopped for clothes for, for years. I'm at the age and stage of my life. I have everything that I want and a few extra things. 
Maybe I'm enjoying these things more, all the more, because of change and so forth, because of where I live or because of life choices or what's happened to me recently. It makes every, every time I go out, I'm just happy as can be. But I'm proud of you, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to get through this. We're going to get through this, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to get on the, this, let's give it some grain of, of, of sand of life. A few grains of sand in the course of a life. And just do what we have to do. But if we can do it without stress, do it with less stress. We're going to take a few hits. It is going to be a bumpy road. That's why we appreciate the good days all the more. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Every day we're not, we're, we're not attacked by terrorists is a great day. Every day our kids, per se, come home from school is a great day. Every day that we don't lose, you know, how many people, hundreds a day from this virus is a great day. It strengthens you. It strengthens us so we can uh, take that hit and adapt, improvise, and overcome and just do whatever we have to do, ladies and gentlemen. So when we get through this, and we will, we'll appreciate our blessings all the more. Some, you know, it's just everybody takes, everybody's a Rocky Balboa. Every, that's why we loved Rocky. There is no way in the world he can win against Apollo Creed. Apollo is taller and has more muscle mass, and he's the champion. He's been to the show a hundred times, basically. But the fact that Rocky can take a hit and get up and dish out a few hits and keep doing what you got to do, that's why we love those stories of the underdog. And America's always been an underdog. But together, when we work together with less stress, and we have a message of unity for our family and our friends and our community and so much others, whether it's our country, we can do anything. So, ladies and gentlemen, again, I want to thank you for listening to the show. I hope, I really hope you got something out of this. So let's kind of do our little housekeeping. As always, we want to thank our very good friend, Mr. Pat Matheny, for his music. Very much appreciate that. And, folks, go to his website. Listen to some of his songs. If you like these two songs, believe me, there is a plethora of songs that you will so fall in love with. I, my favorite album from Pat is Wichita Falls. Just him and his co-pilot, then co-pilot who passed away, Lyle Mays. Pat, of course, on guitar, and our good friend Lyle Mays on piano. That's my, one of my favorite albums ever. So thank you, Mr. Matheny, and your crew for allowing us to have your music. And as always, if you have... A question or a comment, you can go to my website. It's Dave Pelzer, P-E-L-Z-E-R dot com. Uh, a shout out. Uh, I, I was, I'm, I'm trying to pr pr get a show together. Uh, we have our, our, our gal pal from down under New Zealand, Cheryl, had a question about how am I going to celebrate my birthday. And I'm trying to craft a show about that, Cheryl. So I appreciate your patience. And we've had a lot of questions about Dave. How do I get published? How do I become a number one New York Times bestselling author? Uh, the quick answer is, I don't know. I don't know. There, there's no formula for that. But we will uh, dive into doing a show about publishing. So if you're a writer or you're in the publishing field, I'd like to do a show about publishing. And mainly, I'm going to talk about what things you shouldn't do. Things you shouldn't do before you get published. Because I, I made every mistake you can. But uh, again, if you have a question... We'll, we'll, we'll try to get to it as best as we can. I just wanted to do this one show before the election and hopefully reduce some stress for you. 
So as always, ladies and gentlemen, take deep breaths. In the course of a life, remember, one never knows what events may transpire. And as always, ladies and gentlemen, please keep the faith. First off, in yourself. Give yourself a kudo. Stand up. Eyes forward. Keep eyes on the horizon. Keep faith in yourself, your family, your mission. A lot of people have a job. I'm looking for people that have a mission, that have a purpose in life. If you're a parent, you're on a mission. If you're a Samaritan, you're on a mission. Everybody, everybody has the opportunity for greatness. Everybody deserves greatness. And everybody has the opportunity to help other people along the way. So, ladies and gentlemen, please keep the faith in yourself. And always remember, in the course of a life, one never knows what events may transpire because one never knows what the tide might bring in the next day. So, my friends, as always, do as much as you can for as long as you can for as many as you can. So once again, this is your host, Dave Pelzer, saving America and the world at large from itself, starting with me. Again, until next time, take good care. And as always, my friends, as always, good day, good luck, and God bless.